Malcolm Jenkins might have said it best when he he basically just you know said hey right now we're undisciplined uh, and that's a big thing uh, it doesn't sound like much when you're talking about athletes but it's a huge thing because you're talking about you know fine how fine a line there is between you know a defensive pass interference and a pass breakup uh, that's a small line and a small window and unfortunately right now the Saints are on the wrong side of that window uh, look on the outside looking in when it comes to those kinds of penalties and it's been, it's been significant these first three games. And, and like you said, Deuce, if, if I'm an opposing team, I'm just going to heave it out there and see if I can get one uh, just because it's been happening so often. Well, we yeah. Have- and that's, a, that, that's the disappointing part about it is it has happened so often. And, you know, right now it, it wasn't something that you were seeing a lot of in training camp. And so, you know, you're just playing with bad technique. Your 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 eyes aren't in the right place, and you're not trusting what you what you've done. You know, over and over in practice again, and that's that's probably the, one of the most disappointing parts of it. Deuce, are you happy with um, the pressure that that the front guys are are giving to opposing teams' quarterback? We heard Sheldon Rankin talk about it a little bit last night. He said that he doesn't think that guys are getting enough pressure up front. What do you see from the guys up front for the? Fifth you can round? always want. You can always want more pressure. You can always want, you know, better push, whether it's from the outside or inside. I mean, that, that that's going to correlate and go hand in hand with some of those, you know, um, opportunities as far as throwing the ball deep. But at the end of the day, I mean, uh, 
it's it's a collective effort. And yes, the defensive line can get more pressure. You would want to say, hey, look, we're winning, uh, whether it's as a individual or at least um, uh, as a group, we're winning at least our fair share of uh, one-on-ones. But, you know, at the end of the day, it, it, it's going to work hand in hand. Yeah, I think that's a big thing. I think, you know, one of the units right now, unfortunately, the way they're playing, one of or the two groups, one of the two groups has to kind of bail out the other one. Um, if you're not covering well, then you got to pressure and maybe get the ball out of the quarterback's hands a little bit quicker or get him, you know, off his spot and get him, you know, a little jumpy. Uh, if you are covering, you know, if you can't get the rush, then you need to cover a little bit better, you hope, and, and you know, be able to compensate that way. And, you know, they just hadn't had both of those flow in conjunction regular enough right here early in the season. Well, you, you – no. Go ahead, do sorry. No, I, I agree 100%. That, that's kind of what is happening to these guys, and that's something that they're going to have to get fixed. I mean, because teams aren't going to feel sorry for you just because they feel like that you're not getting pressure or you're not doing something that uh, they feel like that you guys should be doing. Teams aren't going to feel sorry for you one bit. Well, now, Deuce, this is a team that's been able to, you know, battle through a decent amount of adversity these last few seasons, whether it be, you know, Drew Brees being out for five games or – you know, whether it be, you know, Teron Armstead being out a significant amount of games or, you know, even some games where they've been kind of gashed defensively and they were able to pick it up offensively. You know, it, this team, do you still feel like it has, you know, the wherewithal? Because it, it seems like the DNA is there to bounce back from this kind of situation. Yes, uh, it, it, it's early. You're not in a position that you want it to be in as far as the season is concerned. Uh, you, you haven't even wrapped up a quarter of the uh your games as far as overall. It's just disappointing that you started in this manner. You knew that there were going to be some bumps in the road. You were hoping that they were not this early in the season, but they are. So you've got to figure out ways to bounce back. I mean, you're gonna, you've been down a couple of starters, offense and defense, and, you know, that, that none of the other teams care. You've got to figure out a way to go out and win a ball game. You know, is this kind of, I guess, is this the tone kind of a testament to how spoiled – we've gotten with this team, I guess, especially the last three years where, you know, there hadn't been any extended, you know, any extended adversity in the standings anyway. Um, but, you know, maybe some things happened off the field or, you know, injury-wise that, that have set them back. But, you know, nothing that has hindered this team in the standings, I guess, is this pretty much a testament to how they've spoiled us around here? Oh, we've been spoiled. <laughs> we have been spoiled, no doubt about it. You know, and, 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 and so – we, we know what good football looks like. We know uh, just the capability of what this team um, uh, can do. And so that's what frustrates you uh, to the point where we're at. I mean, because most, most teams would say, hey, look, you know, we're, we're, we're okay with being two and two. But this team really feels like, hey, look, we should be three and one or four and oh. And we just haven't played really well. And you, you go back and you look at the numbers of what you've done. I mean, you were, you were a couple yards shy of putting up 400 yards. And you still feel like that you left at least 80 to 100 yards out on the field, you know, and you go back and you look at that one turnover, that one turnover, it hurt you, but that, that didn't lose the game for you. You didn't play, play well enough in some other areas overall to say that you deserve to win that game. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was kind of one of those, you know, you kind of get what you deserve. And, and it sure looked like a lighter moment here, Deuce. Okay. Another Sunday, another Alvin Kamara performance, another day where Alvin Kamara pushing you down in the record books, man. What, what's, 
you know, at some point you got to go tell that young fella, hey man, leave something for me. <laughs> it's, it's 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 all his, JD. I can't do nothing but watch it and admire. <laughs> I mean, that's that, 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 that's all you can do at this point. I mean, because what he is doing is is, is special, and it, it 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 it's it's amazing to be able to watch and you know just the, the, how he sets up his blocks, how he is able to break tackles, his ability just to be able to to keep his balance. It's just it, it it's amazing. You know, this when I saw him on on that screen pass, the fifty-two yarder, I I hesitate to say Barry Sanders, but I mean he's his balance and his center of gravity is is you know Alvin's is crazy. I mean, when's the last time you saw a dude who could who could do the things he can do at the speed he does it, and and it just doesn't seem like he breaks stride. It seems like he's gliding almost. You know, like, it is. It- it is a glide in a sense, you know, and what it reminds you of is the way that he torques his body is a lot like Pierre, but, you know, his, his ability to get to top speed is probably a little bit different than Pierre. I mean, but uh, he's not as thick as Pierre was as well. And so that's what, even when you talk about Barry, Alvin is not as thick as, as Barry was down low. And that's why it's so amazing. It's like, man, you are getting whacked. Guys are, are, are taking shots at you, and they, they can't bring you down. And so it's just amazing just to be able to watch it. You know, you guys haven't seen me run. It looks a lot like that. But um, the last time the Saints – I just looked this up real quickly. The last time the Saints won back or lost back-to-back games was in 2017, the first two weeks of the, of the year, and I couldn't believe that. Um, but when you talk about offensive firepower like Alvin Kamara um, – we're used to it and it's something that we've gotten accustomed to the past few seasons but in training camp we were looking towards Michael Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, Alvin Kamara, Jared Cook. You had so many offensive weapons that you could just go down the list for the Saints and now it seems like you're checking them off one by one and and somehow it seems like Alvin Kamara is one of the only ones left. My question to you Deuce, who would you like to see step up right now? Well, not necessarily step up, but I would love to get Jared Cook and, and, and Emmanuel Sanders as well as Traquan Smith. You've got to figure out a way to get those guys involved. You've got to figure out a way to get them more touches than what they're getting. You know, you can you can sprinkle in Troutman. I think he's got enough of games where he should understand the speed of the game a little bit better now. You can sprinkle him in. But those top three guys, you have got to get those guys more involved where they're contributing, you know, uh, not just a catch here or two there, but they've got to be able to contribute and go north of at least 50, uh, 50 receptions yardage for you. Well, first I'll say this: I I have seen her run, Deuce, and yeah, it, it ain't it ain't all that. It ain't, it's a glide. It's a glide. It ain't that at all. Oh. <laughs> Second, are we gonna call that a glide or a lumber? <laughs> we won't even. Let's not let's not insult lumbers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, is there a, a trust factor? I mean, I understand you, these guys practice together, and I understand in practice you you develop some cohesion, but. You know, Drew has gotten so accustomed to Michael Thomas being in these situations. You know, is there – could there be a trust factor where you say, you know, yeah, you want to get Traquan and those guys involved, but, you know, they're not quite as precise as Michael Thomas is in these situations? Of course. I mean, it's just you, you've got to run those routes. You've got to run it against coverage. You've got to be in those situations. And you've got to trust the quarterback to put the ball where you think it's going to be. The quarterback has to trust that you're going to be where he thinks you're going, you're going to be. Plain and simple. All right, Deuce. Well, we'll let you go. We appreciate your time, as always. And we look forward to hearing you on the call next week against the Lions. Hopefully uh, it'll no, be a win. No problem. I look forward to it as well.
Thanks to Deuce for joining us on the show today. Today's show was sponsored by SeatGeek. Just like all of you, SeatGeek can't wait to get back in the stands with you to cheer on the Saints and sing along to our favorite songs again. They're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets in to events in the Big Easy easier. Plus, every ticket purchase on SeatGeek is protected by their buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. SeatGeek. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the New Orleans Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. All of the interviews from last night, from uh, from Sunday night's game, uh, all the photos, everything is available on NewOrleansSaints.com and the Saints app, so be sure to go check that out. There were 750 fans in the Superdome last night. They did make some noise, uh, and it was nice to have the volume and Mark Romig to their normal volumes. It, it felt a little bit more like a game day, but we certainly missed all of of our Saints fans inside the Mercedes-Benz Superdome making that dome field advantage. Uh, all right, to do some, produce McAllister, John DeShazer, I'm Caroline Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll tune in later this week.